Welcome to the Salted Caramel Podcast from Our Lady of Mount Carmel. This is a podcast where we like to share everybody's individual faith stories so you can all be inspired by them. I'm David Cook, the Stewardship Director at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, and with me is the amazing Jody Curtis. Our guest today is Justin Griswold. Justin, tell us about yourself and about your role at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Well, I, I've been baptized a member. Uh, I was baptized a member of Our Lady of Mount Carmel since I was baptized as a baby. And I've attended there ever since. I went to the OLMC grade school and graduated. Go Raiders. Then stayed through the Antioch High School program through Our Lady of Mount Carmel. And now after graduating college, I have been a part of Versati Society and Our Lady of Mount Carmel as well. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your family? Sure. So I'm, I'm currently married. celebrated our two-year anniversary just the other day. We have our first little one on the way due in July. He is going to be one special little guy. So we, we hear about uh, how you were baptized through Our Lady, went to Our Lady's uh elementary school so I just kind of imagine my question of what was your life like before Christ you're gonna be like I always knew Christ but what was your life when you knew Christ was it actually a conscious choice or was it kind of just going through the motions because that's what you were told to do it's a great question I think that it was more the latter because I you're right Christ was always just a part of our lives growing up in my family my dad was a theology teacher and we would have theological discussions at the dinner table pretty much every night, or it seemed like that at least. So before that, it was it was like I did it because I went to Our, Our Lady Mount Carmel, and they, they had some great catechesis, but really the relationship with Jesus was not something I don't think I was capable of at that point. Uh, it wasn't until high school that I really started to understand and know the person of Jesus. And what happened then? What caused you to get to know him in high school? So it was um, an Antioch youth retreat. Uh, it was my first one. My my friend Paul, shout out to Paul, he um, had me for a year and a half to go to one of these retreats. And finally, I was like, all right, I have a free weekend. There's no cross-country meet going on. I probably should go. So I went and very, very typical retreat, wonderful but hearing the stories of all those people around me and kids in my own community was was really impactful to my heart. And then some experience of adoration and experiencing Jesus was transformative in my life. What happened next? Like what you do right after that transformation? Was it kind of just like a door opening or what? Well, so then I decided to uh, join the Antioch youth community to be very, very honest with everyone out there, it was because of a girl. Uh, it didn't didn't stay for the girl. Stayed for. Ultimately, I found people who shared similar values to me and loved Christ in the same way. And I think that was really, really probably the most transformative for me of like seeing the people who truly are pursuing Christ and having them speak truth into my life was really powerful. But also just being around people who recognize their own sinfulness and sinfulness and working through that journey of going to confession and experiencing God's forgiveness on a sometimes weekly basis, because it's so wonderful knowing that confession is always there. So community and forgiveness were kind of my, 
my next two steps on my journey to um, really knowing and loving and serving Christ. So did that kind of come naturally as you got more involved with Antioch, or did you kind of have to work to build that community? A little bit of both. I've always, I, I think the Lord protected me with really good friends, even when I was in grade school. So good friends have kind of always been around. But I think that it, there was a, a combination of just getting more involved and building it. So being a leader at, as I grew further and further along was really kind of an impactful moment for me to become a leader and to have people look up to me and ask me questions. It was like, oh, shoot, this is for real. <laughs> and Justin, what is your life like in Christ now? Well, it is imperfect, but it is wonderful. I'm not perfect because I don't have perfect, perfect, perfect love for him as I would like to, as he does for me. But at the same time, it's so adventure-filled because he never is boring. He never asks us to be boring people. And I think that that's what I, I love about our relationship, he and I, is that we, we certainly have conflicts at times, but I always end up saying, oh, okay, all right, all right, I, can, I see your point now. So my life in Christ now is, is um, challenging, but beautiful. Yeah, you mentioned that it's it's never boring, and I think a lot of people your age would argue the opposite. You know, they have the very stereotypical view of the church or living with Jesus that you can't have fun, so to speak. Can you kind of shed some light onto that, those kind of opinions? Oh, absolutely. So for those of you who don't know, I'm 26. <laughs> I, I didn't, I kind of forget my birthday after 21. So 26 years old, and being a Christian is not boring because there's a certain amount of freedom that comes with living in Jesus, not having a, a sense of slavery or having to do something on Friday night or trying to meet a certain standard that is unrealistic and not possible. So living with Jesus is, there's so many fun things and cool things in this world to be excited about and to, to do and experience. And um, I know that Certainly there's the mundane things of life of paying bills and going to work some days and having to do some of those grocery shopping type boring things. But living with Christ is, he asks us to be interesting people, I think. And John 10, 10, he's like, have life and have it abundantly. And I think that just doing fun things, like, for example, some of my favorite things to do are to play sports. And I think that we lose that as adults sometimes that sports can be super fun and very Christ-centered. Uh, the other thing that I really love is doing, making art. So I've, I've started getting into pottery. And I think that that's one of the things that is like a good way for me to glorify Christ, the co-creator. So lots of, lots of crazy different things like that. So Justin, what has helped your faith grow and develop? I would say if like a few things stick out to me at first. One community, like I said earlier, that just being around people who are faith-filled. And I don't think that that means not experiencing and being in relationship with people outside of the faith, but knowing that I have a safe to express myself and my thoughts and feelings to those people in that community who 
value the same things that I value. I also think that within that community, for me, a huge part of it has been being affirmed in who I am and the identity that I have. So a lot of mentors in my life, shout out to Lou Pies, uh, and then mentor in college, Bob, uh, was very instrumental in my faith journey. They they told me a lot of the positive things about myself that are sometimes hard to hard to see. And I think that that really helps me to understand who I am before God. Like I said earlier, forgiveness, going to confession was really instrumental in my life. And then I think the community that I've found so far has been my wife. She's incredibly supportive of my faith and uh, hopefully I am of hers. So she challenges me and encourages me and pushes me and loves me. And so I think that there's there's so many different people and themes in my faith journey that have influenced my life. You have a lot of gifts. And when you're with Jesus, you get to see these gifts a little bit more clearly. But what do you find to be a really challenging thing about being a follower of Christ? No. <laughs> challenging thing about following Christ is uh, doing as he asks of us. I think, at least for me, it's uh, it's listening to what he says and trying to do it with a full heart, because I know that oftentimes I want to do what I want to do, and uh, you know, being a follower of Jesus means doing what he wants to do. And I, I don't think that the most challenging part is following rules and regulations. I think that it's it's not being afraid to fall in love. And I think that that's, uh, that's the scariest part and the hardest part about being a follower of Christ. What do you mean by that? Not being afraid to fall in love. Oh, boy. Well, I think Jesus wants a, a deep, 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 intimate relationship with us. And when you fall in love, you give people and Jesus potential to, you know, have control and power and influence over you. And you kind of give up a piece of yourself. There's sacrifice in it. There's riskiness that you may not actually hate in some ways. So I think falling in love is more difficult than following rules because rules are easy. And Justin, what about forgiveness? How does that play a role in your life? Um, so forgiveness, I think is just knowing that no matter when I have made a mistake or have hurt the people who, who I love and who love me, that I've experienced their reconciliation for them to say, you know what, I forgive you. And I think that that's a really powerful embracing of who they are and who I am. I think in particular with, with Jesus experiencing his forgiveness, seeing him do what he did on the cross is extra powerful because I deserve all the punishment that I should have gotten, but he took it. And I think that experiencing love and forgiveness can and does change a person. And I think it has changed me. Well, that's great words for a lot of us who are afraid of confession or don't want to go. So <laughs> great words to replay. Right. Uh, you kind of mentioned it a little bit with Lou and somebody from college, but who is your biggest faith influencer? So my my greatest influencer in my life um, was my grandfather. He actually died when I was in sixth grade, so when I was about 12. But he was a father of seven. He 
was in human relations, so he loved being around, but he also was a deacon and beloved in his parish. He spent his life serving others and forgiving others and just being so present to people. Just thinking back on it as a married man with a a baby on the way, I, I can't imagine what having seven kids is like, having a job, and then also being a deacon was like, oh my gosh. But anytime I was around him, we always prayed. And two, he was always so present to me. And I, I can tell that he didn't have anywhere else in the world that he would rather be. And I think that that type of model and influence has been something that I've aspired to be like my whole life. Justin, what are you most grateful for this week? I am most grateful for my wife, who's carrying my first child. She really is a rock star. I mean, see any mother out there who's who's ever carried a child, it is not easy. And she's she's doing it with grace and she still is just so loving and caring and grateful for her. Well, our name of our podcast is Salted Caramel because we are the salt of the earth. Uh, and if we lose our saltiness, we're useless. So we're trying to redeem the phrase, how are you staying salty? How are you being a good disciple for God this week? So I think this week I'm staying salty by living life to the fullest. We're in quarantine still. I mean, mostly quarantined. And I think just being a joyful person, even on the street when I take my dog for a walk, saying hello to people, I think that's how I'm staying salty is just being joyful in a time of struggle. Usually at this point we do a call to action, but I don't know if you feel comfortable giving our listeners a call to action, like based on your life story, what would you want somebody to do? Well, one of the things that I love most is finding true leisure and true hobbies that make us interesting and come alive. So I would challenge you find something that is truly interesting and rewarding and a true leisure. Find a little break from work and do something that brings your heart, mind, and soul closer to God. Well, Justin, thanks for joining us on the show and stay salty. You as well. Pleasure having you, Justin. Thank you. Let's end with a prayer. God, our Father, I pray that through the Holy Spirit, I might hear the call of the new evangelization to deepen my faith, grow in confidence to proclaim the gospel, and boldly witness to the saving grace of your Son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Thanks for listening today. And stay salty.